Pimp truck, mad at me, bitch, what else? Let me go with this shit. Welcome to the Safe Place for Toxic Masculinity Podcast. It's your boy Trap. Here with my nigga MCZ. Yeah. Push to God. Yo. Happy Valentine's Day, Coloreds. <laughs> Y'all niggas eating butt from the back tonight? <laughs> I think that... Um, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Me neither. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You asked a bitch to be Valentine. <laughs> I asked many a bitches to be my Valentine. So that means you celebrate Valentine's Day. I don't even acknowledge this bullshit. Oh, now this. So this is one of the this is one of the joints that you don't acknowledge. Is what you're saying? I don't acknowledge any of them. Now this. What do I acknowledge? I I think it's because. He doesn't have um, a girlfriend, a woman, significant other, that he loses sight of the concept, happy spouse, happy house. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't want to deal with the shit, bro. Like, I, I did this last year for Christmas, and everything else went downhill. You did what? Not celebrated Christmas. She was aware beforehand that I don't celebrate Christmas, but that didn't stop her from feeling away. <laughs> oh, so you did it the first year you didn't celebrate Christmas and then you just say, uh, you know, what, fuck it. Yes, because the the little bit of money that I spend to make this something that she can enjoy is less than what it would cost. To not do it. <laughs> I hear you. I probably do the same thing once I'm cuffed up. You're doing it now. I'm not. You, your name is Tricky Trap for a reason. No, no, no. We hmm. not really running with that bullshit. Who's we? Hmm. Y'all. <laughs> you mean you? Because I'm running with this. I'm gone. Ain't no tricky nothing. That's not what they told me about you. Listen, man. What do I become when I get cuffed up? I don't know. Well, a sugar her. daddy. <laughs> a fucking sugar daddy. Never that. A splendor daddy. You said a slender daddy? Splendor. Nothing slender about you, Chance. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't been slender for a long time. <laughs> if ever. Oh, uh, shit. All right, man. 
We're going to get back to the butt eating talk in a minute. But. Pussy ain't a gift, nigga. <laughs> Pussy is indeed not a gift on this particular day. I bet you're going to go collect your gift, though. I'm going to collect the gift. <laughs> that is. That keeps on giving. <laughs> to everybody. Wash, rinse, and repeat. <laughs> Um, you ever, uh, did one of them hot shape, heart shaped bathtub joints? What? You never did the telly with the heart shaped bathtub? No. Nah. You never did the telly with the cave in it? A cave? Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Bro. I'm about to put y'all niggas on real quick. You're not putting me on to anything. <laughs> There's a spot called the Loop Inn. Right. Where is this? It's in um Elmsford. I'm familiar There's with a the spot. I've just never been there. Yo, we could get the every could, nigga in jail talk about that spot for real in Elmsford. <laughs> I've I've been they, there's a couple Elmsford. of them. I never even but and there's another spot in Jersey that niggas talk about too. It's yeah. There's one in Jersey. This shit. You could get a telly, right, mm-hmm. where they got the big king size, you know what I'm saying, with the heart-shaped bathtub ahead of it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Or you could get the telly where they got the they got the jacuzzi and everything, but then they got it downstairs. You walk downstairs, and there's like a whole cave with a pool, like warmed, heated pool. You know what I'm saying? In case y'all ever, um, you know. Feeling romantic? Feeling romantic. Right. Does the sociopathic switch go on and off? For me? Yeah. No way. Like, do you ever feel like, I feel like being emotional today? Um, no. <laughs> so you just, you just wake up and got no feelings <laughs> at all? I mean, I'm not a complete sociopath, but I just don't have feelings like that. You do you, even even when all of the Leo appreciation is on you. What Leo appreciation? Like your birthday? No, hell no. <laughs> it actually annoys you. I don't you. even like people singing happy birthday to me. But yet you appreciate the attention somehow. No, I don't. That is a lie. I'm dead serious. Why you why you draw so much attention if you don't appreciate? What it? attention do I draw? You command attention in weird kind of ways because you want the attention. So for you to but get the attention. How? Explain. When when do I do such things? Like you you the nigga that does the like awkward thing in the middle of twenty people and then everybody looks at you and is this you, a thing? For is it I don't know what he's talking about. Or you'll say something just off putting. You have to give some context to this. You can't just be saying bullshit. As you would hey, like to say to yo, me. Yo, you know you always say some like awkward joke or whatever and it commands the attention and then everybody look at you and you're trying to tell me, oh, that you don't want that? I don't know what you're <laughs> referring to. Alright, I'll think of some examples at some point. Pop culture. Trump got acquitted. That surprise you? Free no. My niggas. My niggas. Huh? Free my niggas. <laughs> Free my niggas. 
too. <laughs> but no, no, I'm talking about Trump. Trump's my nigga. <laughs> oh, word. That's how we rocking since Biden's performance in the last month and change. I don't even know what Biden's up to, bro. Me neither. I see niggas complaining about it. Yo, what is this shit I'm seeing on social media about? Asians are the most attacked people in the country at the moment, and they're being blamed for everything. Wow. At the hands of COVID shit. black people. Wow. That explains why all them Asians is following me on Clubhouse. They trying to get they trying to get a nigga. I've been seeing mad posts about this shit. I haven't. I just I know that they they opened up Clubhouse to like Asians and yeah, probably fucking up the app. Yeah, probably because of this. They're making the app crash and like you can't do stuff and your rooms be glitching and stuff. Whenever they get on, right around like. 1230 at night, is which because, is probably is it morning like server shit. They overload the server. Mm. They rooms. All of their rooms have five, six thousand people in. Fuck mm. are these niggas doing playing um counter strike in but the clubhouse room. Don't they got censorship in fucking. That's like Asia. Korea. They, they do have censorship in China. So you can't is like it to the level of South Korea. No, no, no. North Korea. No, okay. but it's not like that. It, but. <clears throat> The thing about China is that anything, any company or business, the government has shit to do with it. Like, they're heavily involved. Like, in the operationals? Yes. Like, even, like, a little small, like, you say, oh, I want to open a grocery store, them niggas is telling you how to. I mean, I don't know if it's to that extent, but anything huge is heavily influenced by the government there. Like, hmm. Day-to-day operation, there's a government nigga in there telling you what you can and cannot say. Hmm. Nigga, in the last two or three years, like, seven Chinese billionaires went missing because they said something about the government. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which <laughs> the, the, he's like the 16th richest person in the world named Jack Ma. He started um Alibaba. Mm-hmm. He was missing for like three months. And he just came out and act like nothing happened. happened. Yes. What did he say he was doing? I don't remember. He, he, I don't think he. I don't think he acknowledges it. Like he was, he acted like he wasn't even missing. Oh, they fixed his ass up. Yeah, and two, from what I understand, like a couple other people were missing. One wound up dead. Like if you speak out against them and you were, uh, like a big a figure, they're gonna get your ass. And niggas got the nerve to be complaining here. I mean, they do the same shit. Yeah? They just kill you here. Yeah. <laughs> And act like nothing happened. Exactly. <laughs> and then make a holiday for you. Right. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky, right. Um. So, I see a lot of conservatives on Facebook uh, going doing the whole aha thing because Trump got to quit it. But, like, this type of thing, like, was the other side like gunning for that, or did we just was we just trying to? Uh, no, I, I think the left is trying to avoid him running again. Oh, makes sense. That's what the whole impeachment was about. Because nobody really cares about a president being impeached after after the fact, right? So I think that's, that's all it's about, really. They still under the impression that he's still gonna run. Um, in his last tweet before he left office, he was like, I'll be back or something like that. 
I want to pull up one of the fucking. Yo, Trump supporters are fucking hilarious, son. It's like wig out, like Kingsman. Like, you know how the niggas was bugging out in Kingsman? Mm -hmm. That's how Trump supporters are. I think Bill Gates is Samuel L. Jackson in Kingsman, by the way. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that before. You have? Yeah. I'm trying to find this shit. It should be hilarious. Oh, all right. So, one says, not guilty. Of course, puts 18 American flag emojis. <laughs> Waste of time and money when the country needs more important issues resolved. Democratic clown show. By the way, gas went up 40 cents a gallon, and I'm not happy. Oil is up $80 a barrel. Not happy. Unemployment is up. Not happy. Wait, this is fucking despicable. <laughs> what the fuck be wrong with these niggas? Do they only get involved with, in, in economics when when it comes to, you know, political debate? Who, like the rights? Yeah. I guess. I'm talking about the supporters, not the actual politicians. I guess they get involved when it fits their purpose. Should be hilarious. Um, I got something to say about it when it fits their uh, purpose. Yeah. Derek Rose is back in New York. We talked about this already. We did? Unfortunately. I've, I've been seeing a lot of videos. He looks good. Looks like he's about to turn some shit up. I don't know about that. He's getting a whole lot of steals. I mean, I don't think that we really got to see, uh, what D Rose can do in New York, though. I mean, how long did he play? He was here the last time? Three months. How long? I think he was here for a season. Just under one year. For a year. That was like five years ago. But it was also just D Rose. There was nobody else on the team. Like, I don't. I don't remember what the, who was on that roster off the top of my head. Um. I mean, he's, he, I think he's just there to give like that veteran guidance. I don't really think they're expecting him to give us a push to the playoffs or do something that we weren't already going to do. I don't know if he's going to, you know, if he's plus five get wins, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's what he's there for. Hmm. Oh, I know he's going to look good. I think it could happen, though. What could happen? Like he could put together a push. I mean, to at least make the playoffs. No, I think we'll make, I think we were a, a legitimate eighth seed before. This nigga just trying to take away all credit. <laughs> no, I think we were. I think we were already good to get into the eighth seed. Already. Yeah. So he's just gonna. There's only like four solidified spots in the East. Like there's four teams that you know every year they're going to make the playoffs. The Warriors, the Lakers. No, I'm talking about in the East. Oh, in the East. You have the Raptors, the Bucks, the Knicks are seventh the Celtics, right now. And, um, well, it's played. I think now, uh, um, the Nets. Now, well, that's now. The Celtics aren't even playing as good yeah. as they could be. 
they, they they've been having um issues. This season, I think it'll change a little bit. Um, like I think the, they got too many guards. The se- but isn't that a lot of teams? Like everyone's playing this small ball. But we they have too many straight guards. Thirty points. But it's yeah. But the, the Nets are a different kind of small ball. Yeah, but but so the Nets are different in that you have three niggas that can get you thirty points every night, right? Minimally, because I think I think each of them are averaging like between. 28 and 32 points every night with the three of them there. So that'll get you points on the board, but basketball ain't only offense because you can light threes all night, but if the other team is lighting threes also, it goes down to whoever has the ball last, right? So they just got to get a stop one out of every two uh, defensive yeah, but if 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 each of your three superstars are playing career high minutes, how do you expect to make a push in the playoffs? Like once you're there, because I don't think anyone questions that the Nets don't make the playoffs this season. Once you're there, now what do you do? Because you've been playing forty minutes a night. You just try to continuously outgun everybody. You're saying by that point, everybody's tired? Yeah, you, you can watch them play. Like they can go off one night and play overtimes and double overtimes and win. And the next night, they won't. Each of them is playing 40 minutes. And then they're playing entire overtimes. It's going to be, it's going to be uphill for that. But. I think, I think that if they can get a defensive anchor on their team, because they still have time to pick someone up, they'll stand a better shot. Do they beat the Lakers? I don't know. I don't even know if it goes seven. As of right now. Yeah, like right now, because I mean, the, the Lakers lost a little bit of depth in the offseason, the, the short offseason that we had. Well, they lost size. Well, the good thing is that the Nets lack that anyway, mm-hmm. right? Their tallest player is KD. And Arguably. he's not even their five, mm-hmm. right? Um, What's his name? Jordan is the five. Yeah, Andre, yeah. I think he's like 6'10". I don't think he's seven foot. And and he hasn't even been the defensive player of the year that he once was. Right. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see just how the East unfolds. Um I have no doubt that the Lakers are in the finals this year. I don't know if the East has a mob that can Clippers have been playing well. They've been on a little a little tear. The Lakers have been going into overtime for games that probably shouldn't have gone into overtime, mm-hmm. like OKC in Detroit. I mean, 
Sure, they're all they're all NBA teams, but Utah's on a tear. They took number. Yeah, so but that's what I'm saying with the Lakers, right? AD, um, I think as of Friday he had missed four straight games. Yeah, he missed like three or four straight. Yeah. So, sure, and I think and three I think, out of those four or whatever it was went to OT. Exactly. So, but that's just showing like how important that that's going to be to be able to keep them healthy. But I think that in the finals, it's different. Like if I, if I have to lose the last four games to be able to rest up, rest my stars so that when we are, when we begin, when we begin the playoffs, we can actually make a push and move through the playoffs. I do it. I do think yeah, especially that these back to back lose a spot when lose a draw, you know. Yeah, but but even if you lose a spot, right? As the Lakers, does it really hurt you? I think the only one that might be, um, like a a big challenge is if the Lakers and the Clippers have to play each other in the first round. Well, what if you could sweep? You know what I'm saying? Instead of taking seven games, you get a harder schedule. You take some of those games, six and seven games. If you get a schedule, you more likely to sweep. That'll create some rest for you in between series. The only team that I think in the West can possibly take them to seven is the Clippers. Everyone else, I think they can go five yeah, or six but games. Last year, they went to six against Portland and went to six against Utah. Oh, no, against Denver. Sorry. Portland, I kind of get. And they went to six against Miami. Denver, I thought that they should have walked all over them, especially after going seven. Like, um, um, Denver went seven the series before. So, like, you sort of expect them to be winded because you got, what, two days off before you play your next game? Yeah. After playing seven almost back-to-back? I, you can and see coming, them. And coming back from down 15 in all those games? Were. Down double digits and essentially gentlemen pulled the gentleman sweep on the team that people say were favored to win the finals last year. These back-to-backs are taking a toll, and you can see it with how, like, a team will get blown out one night, and then the next night, the team that got blown out comes back and, and has an LeBron opportunity to win. LeBron gets snubbed again this year for MVP? I don't, as of right now, as it stands right now, I don't believe so. Um, I do believe that he can make his case stronger. Um, right, he's playing career high minutes. Well, not career high, but for yeah, he's playing a little bit more than he did last year. He, exactly. So he's averaging higher minutes, probably over the past three or four years, which some people are looking. Well, well, two. This is year eighteen, probably two. You know, he was mm-hmm. averaging 32 minutes last yeah, season. Yeah. And I think he's at 35 now, 36. Yeah. Since AD was out, he, he ran up some minutes. But he was, he, and playing he in was the overtime. Less, yeah, he was actually less. And then since those games, he kind of went over that, that average. It's, I don't think he gets snubbed for it this year. If he can bring up his three-point percentage, I think it sort of like solidifies it. 
Um, I like LeBron. But it's sort of like seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, right? It's like, all right, nigga, we know you good. Let somebody else rock. Right. Aaron Flunk, uh, Funk flexing that, uh, seven. That's how you feel about the last Super Bowl? That's how I feel about Tom Brady. I'm tired of seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Even on a different team? I'm tired of seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about the team. 20 years. There's not been another player that has been to 10 Super Bowls. No player has been to 10. No other NFL player has been to, has won seven. It's like, okay, you made history. Now get the fuck out of here. Think he's going to play again next year and do it again? He says he wants to play two more years. Yeah, he's contracted for two more. So he's going to have nine ranks. <laughs> I mean, maybe. That's not a guarantee because no team, he's he's the last person to win back-to-back Super Bowls. And th- that was 20, what they say, 2006 or 2016. A lot of I dudes think are 2006. A lot of his, the last time he won A lot of his teammates are one-year contracts. I think a lot of them leave and go get money. But the whole team doesn't come back. No, I don't think any. I don't think everybody, I don't think everybody's gonna come back. Um, what's his name? Godwin has never had a max contract. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of guys are gonna leave to go get some paper. And I think he, I think he was undrafted. Someone's gonna throw money. money, right? And and he tweeted. He said, "I think now it's time I break the bank," which is naturally right. Right. You came in undrafted. You've you've been a decent receiver your entire career. Come but in now, you got a ring, then get paid. Right? That's that's. And if you could get paid and get a ring, even more better. power to you. I mean, their coaching staff is is they seem to be staying put. So you have you have that in place, but it's not only the coaching staff. It's like okay, I mean, just like people that get rings want to move teams. There's people out there with no rings that may want to come and get one. So, let's see what happens. It, it's I think possible. I think I think niggas like AB leave for the money. I don't think he's gonna leave because I don't think that anyone else will pick him up, even after his performance this season. Just I mean, to how he forced, just to, just because of what happened when he was in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh let him go. Yeah, I mean he had a career season, and then and then they let him go. Yeah, and still nobody wanted him, right? He went to Oakland, forced his way out of Oakland. He went and played with Tom in New England. And then some And the only happened. reason they didn't play is because of um the the domestic yeah. uh, uh, the domestic abuse allegations right. when I think he beat up his baby, baby mother's mom. boyfriend or some shit. No, I think it was her. It was like she claimed it or some shit. Yeah, so they were like, like All right, yeah, we're not gonna touch this. And I, he sat out 18 months because I think he only played two games with Tom Brady in, in New England. Did he even? Mm-hmm. I thought he didn't play. Dude. I thought no, he, he got to play. Oh, okay. It, it might have been, it may have been one game. No more than two. But that was it. Mm-hmm. 
Like after those allegations came, they cut him. Yeah, we're going to cut our losses. The only reason why he got to play is because of Tom Brady. Because Arian said, no, he's not a good fit for our team. And Brady fought for him. Yeah. Right? Maybe Tom Brady, maybe, maybe AB and Brady both, um, don't take the big paydays to be able to try and keep some of the other. Players. I mean, Brady's getting paid more than he did in New England. No, definitely. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because you think, well, I have nine of my 10 Super Bowl appearances here in New England and six of my nine appearances I won here. My first win was my first year as a starter. 20 years and I'm still not getting paid. But he chose that. They would have paid him if he wanted to be paid, but he chose, hey, look, surround me with a good old line. Get me some guys here. And that makes sense. And put him in position to continuously win. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know that I do that in year 15, in year 10, right? When well, I'm 30-something years old. I mean, old. he's still not getting more money than the other super. Uh, he's the other not. Quarterback. But if he asks for it, he can get it. Right. But I don't think that's in his nature. I think he he realizes that he has to make some sacrifice to win. And that's true. But, nigga, I'm 43 years old. My body is not built to get sacked anymore. I, I, first off, I've never been that mobile. He's, I think he has the worst 40 <laughs> out of a history. quarterback. Yeah. It's like, really? But, but that's cool, right? Because where he lacked in talent, he made up for in the intangibles. Cool. Is Brady the goat of all goats? I think I think we touched on this. Um, we did. Episode. Waiting to hear your answers, though. I I said that he's not. I mean, yes, it's hard to comp- it's hard to compare sports, right? Because like like we said, it's not so hard to compare numbers. Yes, but. In basketball, if I go off, my numbers can be as high as they want to be. But you can have high numbers and not have a ring. Tom Brady's job is dependent on somebody else. If someone else doesn't catch the ball, it doesn't matter if he threw the ball 200 yards. He could have threw, he could have threw like Patrick Mahomes 350 yards in the first half. 250 in the first quarter. If no one catches the ball, those numbers don't exist. That's my, that's the only reason why I can't say that he's the go to goats and it's hard to compare across the sports. Because. So undoubtedly the go to football. I'll give it to Brady. I'm tired of seeing him in the Super Bowl, but you can't <laughs> argue with the numbers. 10 appearances, 7 wins. That's 70%. Name another athlete in any sport that has won 70% of their championship appearances. Is one, is one, uh, NFL ring worth multiple rings in other sports? I would say yes, only because in most other sports, 
it's best four out of seven. In football, once you're in the playoffs, nigga, if you lost, you go home. So, like, take basketball, right? The best four out of seven. Mm -hmm. I can lose the first game. I still have another opportunity to adjust my strategy to try and force a win. In football in the playoffs, if you're lost, you go home better luck next year. Right. So I, on that, I would say yes. Simply, simply because of that. If they made football best, best three out of five, best two out of three, I think that they become more balanced because now you have a series to play. Like in basketball, you got, I mean, although that would never happen in football, though. I mean, it, it won't because it's such a physical sport. Yeah. And it takes so much out of you. Right. One injury could sway the entire rest of the playoffs. You don't get that with, with basketball. Like, sure, basketball can be a physical sport. You're constantly running and moving, playing basketball, but you don't have 350 pound men trying to tackle you because you got the ball. Laying on you. But you you have the opportunity to change your strategy. So go to GOAT, right? We got like Gretzky in the NHL. Mm -hmm. I think he got like four rings, seven back to back MVPs, some wild shit like that. Mm -hmm. Got Jordan or LeBron in basketball. Uh, five. What Jordan got? Five MVPs, six Finals MVPs, six rings. Mm -hmm. But LeBron got ten Finals appearances, four rings, five MVP, four MVPs, four Finals MVPs. Wait, what about Kobe? What about him? Kobe's not in that discussion. If you want to put him there, you can. For you, he's not. No. He got more rings. But Russell got 13. Niggas gonna stop telling me about some rings. Dude, so for every other sport, the rings count? Basketball don't mean shit? No, they do mean something. But don't just come to me with the ring talk. Do, do the rings. LeBron ain't Kobe tonight, you heard? I don't know what that means, but okay. Got on five rings. Fuck you mean. If you, if you, when you look at sports in general, do you have to be, do you have to have championships to be considered the goal? Yeah. Why? Because if you ain't never won a championship, where's your, where's your numbers? Where's your paper trail? But these are team sports. Don't matter. I can be, I can. So what about the years that Jordan didn't make? The finals. What about him? He there were more years that he didn't make the finals than years that he did. Okay. How's he the greatest of all time? Oh, you, you haven't even like made an appearance. Percentage. I'm just saying you haven't even made an appearance most of your time in the league. Right? LeBron is in year 18. Yeah. And has 10 appearances. 
sure, he lost. Right? He's at what? 50%? 40%. 10 appearances, 40%. 4 rings. So he's at 40% in wins. Sure, you can argue Jordan has 6 appearances and 6 wins. But you've only been there 6 times. Right. In and he played 14 years. years something like that, yeah. But every time he came, he conquered. But you didn't make it. You didn't make the it. The thing about the Jordan shit is that six. niggas only act like he played six years. Hold on. They act like Washington wasn't a thing when it was. 18 years, 10 appearances. Mm-hmm. 40% wins out of the 10 appearances. 14 years. Well, you have to appear there to win in the first place. Okay. 14 years, mm-hmm. six appearances, six rings. Six over 14 is a higher winning percentage. Wait, well, how many? I'm sorry. Six over 14 years, period, is more than 40%. No, I think he played like 15 at least years. Six over 14, I think, is 42. He was drafted in 84. He played to 91. But look what I'm saying. No, 93. Took a year off. Came back. He came back in the middle of a season. People act like that shit don't count either. Six over 14. Yeah, he 43 per seasons. Yeah, 15 seasons. Okay, so he played 15 seasons. He appeared six. That's 40% of the time he appears to LeBron's 56. Okay. And he has a hundred percent fucking win, uh, percentage when he appears. My thing is, what about the other eight years that you got knocked out and didn't make the finals? First what about round, him? People make it seem like it's easy to get to the finals. People make it seem like it's easy to get to the playoffs. Jordan was getting his ass bust before they got Pippen. I right mean, or two, wrong? Two things happened. Okay. They got Pippen. Bird was finished. On the decline. Was, his back was all fucked up. Isaiah and the bad boys was on their way out. They were done. They and didn't beat the bad boy chick- Pistons until they got Robin. Right. But they were already older, too. Like, that would have been their last hoorah if they would have won that year. All I'm trying to say is. And... Magic got eight. So he, a lot of things went swing in his favor. Like all the greats that he would have had to go up against kind of disappeared. 10 appearances, four wins, 40% win percentage. Six appearances, against six wins, 100% win percentage. Who had the better team? Against a bunch of plumbers. Wait, you can't. LeBron has had plenty of teams. These are team sports. Who had the better team? Yes. You answer it first. Jordan had the better teams. Obviously. Jordan had better better teams longer than he did. LeBron keeps moving around. And that means what exactly? He got a ring in Cleveland. LeBron played for three He teams. got a ring in Heat. He got a couple rings in Lakers. And he got one in Lakers, two on the Heat, one in Cleveland. Okay. Three teams. Who who was on his who was on his team in Cleveland? Nobody. Fair enough. All every sh- every time Jordan won a ring, Pippen, he had Pippen, Pippen and Robin. Okay, it's still a hundred percent. Yeah, but nigga, 
if if I have two of the best defensive players in the league on my team, why wouldn't I win? And what about the years that they were there and they didn't make it? All I'm saying is everyone makes it seem like it's easy to make the playoffs. Everyone makes it seem like it's easy to win an NBA Finals, right? Sure, every time you've been there, you've won. But what about the roads that you got knocked off and didn't make it there? Right? Because LeBron has appeared, appeared there more, almost, almost half of the time. Almost every two years, LeBron has been to the finals. With teams that are nothing like the teams Jordan played on. Or played okay. with. Which is the greater accomplishment? All the people Jordan played against. Like, Jordan didn't have to deal with the type of shit. Look, it at, wasn't, look a, at the three ball. There look wasn't Steph. a nigga on every team that could drop 50. Fair enough. All I'm, I'm not saying There's that Jordan wasn't There's literally a nigga great. on every team in the NBA right now that could drop 50. Literally. If LeBron played in Jordan's era, would he have better stats? LeBron would... Walk Jordan like a fucking dog. Jordan didn't start winning until he got his weight up even because the Pistons was fucking him up. LeBron came into the league. Plus the Jordan rule where the, the lane was wide. Everybody acts like Jordan dealt with all this contact in the lane. He did not. They made it so niggas could not come help. If he made it past one defender, that's all he needed to do was get past one defender and he was at the hoop. There was no zone defense. You couldn't uh shy away from your man too far. Or they call you for whatever the fuck the rule was at the time. What was it? I forgot what the rule was called, but they called it the Jordan rule. Everybody would just stand around the perimeter, clear up the lane, and Jordan would pass one nigga. I mean, he was quick enough to pass one guy, you know, anybody. But he would just have to pass one dude, and he's at the hoop. Before any help could get there, he's already balls in the hoop. I'm not the taking away from open. Jordan's greatness, right? Jordan was great. Was he was a great player. Open. His numbers, great. I'm just saying the rules are obviously different. The talent is significantly different, right? Because look look at every team in the NBA. They're drafting niggas who can shoot the three from half court. If you can't shoot from the logo, <laughs> you're going to struggle in the NBA. So much so that LeBron, who doesn't shoot threes, is shooting from the logo. Right? Like, the only time you saw that in Jordan's era is at the buzzer. Steph is pulling up just because he crossed half court. (laughs) Right? Kevin Durant pulling up just because he crossed half court. Kyrie. James Harden. Like, Nobody ever shot the ball like these niggas. And all of these names that I just named have changed the way that basketball is played. Like, they've revolutionized the sport. No one can handle the ball like Kyrie. Niggas wasn't dribbling like that in Jordan's era. Like, the crossover is when you dribble from your right hand to your left hand. Maybe you dribbled it between your legs or behind your back. But they were simpler dribbles then. 
sure, it was uh, uh, more physical, but I think I think that for their errors, they're equally great because they've changed the way that people play. I see that point of view. Like it's it's hard to compare them, but if if LeBron came into the league at eighteen at his size when he came into the league, he was crushing everybody. Of course. Especially if it was okay to run motherfuckers over and hand check niggas. When LeBron came to the league, he was over 200 pounds. When Jordan came into the league, he was probably like 170. <laughs> LeBron was like with a TV on his back. 260. Right? Like LeBron now is probably like 275, 280. No, he's not that heavy no more. He right. was before. No, he's not heavy Less. no more. Right now, he's probably like 230, 240. He's skinny right now, bro. Nothing like when he was younger. younger. It's say 250. I don't think he's that heavy. But I don't know anything. But I don't think he's that Six, heavy. 6'9", 250. Either way, that's a big motherfucker on the court. It don't matter what position you play. And he's faster than everybody. You can get up and down the court quicker than everybody. And niggas just move out the way. Why? You take a charge by LeBron. You might as well go play in traffic. I'm just saying he's a big nigga, man. But I, I think that for their errors, they are equally great. And it's, it's difficult to compare even, even within that, the same sport because the game has significantly changed. They changed how we play it. When Jordan, when Jordan was playing, like buckets would score in the mid range or at the basket. Now, you don't have to have a memory. If you can hit the three, we'll sign you. You ain't even got to handle the ball. Get yeah. to your spot. And I don't think Kobe's in that conversation. I mean, nobody really ever really put Kobe in the GOAT conversation. It's never really been a thing. I mean, but I, I also feel like... Some people try to make the case when, when those two are... the um Like when the discussion about those two, oh, yeah, but we can't just leave Kobe out. But nobody's ever really putting Kobe in that conversation. Like... I think it's just a thing now because LeBron's in the conversation. They feel like, oh, but this guy's good too. So I don't, I don't know. It was never really a thing. Um, why do you think that? Why, why do I think what? That it's never, it, cause it's never been a thing. Why? No, because he's, he's a replica of Jordan. Everything. That like the exact way Jordan played, you can see in Kobe. Hmm. He didn't do anything stand out. Okay. I'm and again, that's not to take away from his greatness. Like LeBron's we all gonna, know that when he's LeBron's a great player. Said and done. He's going to be top ten in every major stat category. Maybe top five. But Kobe played with these fierce players that you're talking about. Um, no, he, he did. did. And he played Jordan, too. So I don't mean none. He has one MVP, and he was never really... He wasn't hands down the greatest dude every year, over year. Like, nobody was like, yo, this nigga's getting snubbed for MVP every year. It was, that wasn't really the case. 
And he played with the most dominant player to ever put on a pair of basketball shoes. Shaq? Yes. No doubt. Who's going off rings, man? I get it. We done went through rings, it. Rings, ring. I feel like rings do play into it. But think about the Hall of Fame. Think about how empty the Hall of Fame would be if we only went based off of rings. There's niggas who had 20-year careers and have never seen a finals. <laughs> never seen a championship. Never seen an MVP. But they put up good numbers. Right? They're shooting percentages up, scoring percentage, points, minutes, wins. I mean, it's, I don't think that rings should be the gold standard for making you great when it comes to sports. Because if that was the case, why keep track of all the other metrics, all the other stats? Arguably true. <laughs> And rings also play a lot into uh, people that aren't on the court. LeBron's problem with Cleveland and why he left the first time was because the owner wasn't trying to spend any money to get him help. And Cleveland's not that attractive of a place for niggas to be. Yeah, at all. So. <clears throat> well. LeBron and fucking Jordan it is. Baseball. Um, you go like Babe Ruth, A Rod, Jeter. Nah, not really Jeter. Do we put an asterisk next to A Rod? I mean, I think he, I think, I think he kind of just fell off because his trajectory kind of fell off. So people don't really consider him the goat. Goat. Do like we put an asterisk next to that entire era? Because, like, the Juice had era. Yeah. No. Because you look at Mike Piazza, Barry Bonds, no. like people who are like, oh, wow, every time they step with the bat, motherfuckers hitting the ball 400 feet. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so, though. Like, yes, and... Because you look at Ken Griffey to Jr., To give a right? hard answer, I, I would just say no. Ken Griffey Jr. played in that same era. Mm-hmm. Never got caught up with any of the stat right. shits, but he they don't mention his healthy. name. Because he couldn't stay healthy. But, but he would have been... He has home, home run derby wins. Um, I'm not sure that he won a World Series. I don't think so. Um, he's only, I believe he only played for two teams. He played for, um, Mariners. The Mariners and, and the Reds. Yeah. I mean, his numbers, his, his batting percentage. Yeah, he was home on, runs, he was on home pace run to be the greatest, but he couldn't stay healthy. I don't know, man. Because he's he's literally like the only one from that era that didn't have a steroid or a juice scandal. Safe to say that, but I think everybody would cheat. But <laughs> well, I don't know. Soccer, Pele, Messi. That's out. That's out of the, the scope of my knowledge. Male tennis players? Um, Federer? No, not, was it Federer? The old, is it Federer? Give me the line. I think I was Federer. I think it was Federer. 
My grandma will watch that shit. Huh. Obviously, female Serena. Where? I said male. We already know. Even yeah, though yeah, his name's Federer. Serena's That's swirling. True. Yeah, Federer's probably the goat male tennis player. Tiger Woods. Uh, Tiger Phil. I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think that's it, so. Okay. Poker? What's his name? Uh, the black dude. What's his name? Phil Ivy? Ivy. <laughs> He had the highest earnings, right? Or did last time I checked. I think so. No Brunson? Who? Doyle Brunson? Isn't that the old <laughs> nigga that just be in yeah. every turn? No. <laughs> That's how the scope of my knowledge. <laughs> I'll be knowing. Well, before you get into that, y'all heard about this, um. Like a mind reader nigga? Yeah. This homeless nigga who stabbed, stabbed four people on the A train. What? Yeah, nigga, killed, two killed two of them. Two and and everybody kept posting two. on fucking social media. Making me look at dead people later on the train. Yeah. The A train. <laughs> Damn, you gotta watch out for the bum niggas on the train now. He, he two of the people that he killed, one I think two, I think all of them were homeless. But not all of them, but the two that died, I believe, were also homeless. Oh, okay. Um, he stabbed a sixty-seven-year-old man on the platform. Um, what is that? One eight seven in Inwood. Somebody was recording this. No, no. He walked up to the man, said, "I'm going to kill you," and he stabbed the nigga in his leg and his ass. <laughs> I didn't even know where he. Stabbed. And then the other nigga, he stabbed on the train and killed him. Look, don't look. Don't show nobody that shit. I don't want to see it. I'm going to show you the article. Crazy. Yeah. Then he stabbed. Yeah, he stabbed four people. Two people died. Every time. Man, two people died. So how did they get pictures? Who was the demonic documentarian? There was pictures. Nigga, they take pictures. I don't know. It could have been crime scene evidence photos. Nigga, I don't know. Where the fuck that shit go? I'm tired of niggas taking cameras and doing everything now. Yeah, I wasn't really interested. Do we save swirlers? What did we say on the last episode? <laughs> what are you talking about? If we see a white guy beating up his black woman, oh, do you save her? How do you know that's his woman? Let's say we know it's his woman. Let's say, let's assume we know. Okay. We seen them in the hood holding hands. She bring them. I don't think I'm. She bring them to the two four for Philly cheese. Any domestic disputes? No, I don't do that anymore. Period. Period. Y'all niggas leaving these women out here to? No, it's been my experience that they're gonna flip on you every single time I've tried to help. They flip on you every time. 
It's like, you know what? Get your ass kicked. I mean, when you pull out belt buckles and shit, you got some extra <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> this motherfucker is treating your fucking face like a speed bag. So what happens to him shouldn't, shouldn't be... really matter. Exactly. Because my, I'm, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm trying to prove a point, though. Beat on someone who matches your strength. Beat on someone who is not afraid of you. Because it's, it's easy to it's easy to kick somebody's ass who's afraid of you and who who doesn't want to fight back. But there's, every time, there's been like a lot of discussions happening about black men not protecting black women. Well, what do you want? What do you want me to protect you from? But the thing you want me is, to protect you from your choices. Right. Well, we've been trying to have them understand the this how the same use. you pick ass kickers and felons. Huh? <laughs> would you say ass whoopers and felons? <laughs> it it's like where do you draw the line? Like, all right, I could protect you by educating you. I could protect you with you know wisdom and advice and life experience. But at which point do I have to put my physical body in harm's way to protect you because of some shit you chose to do? Right, some shit I'm not even emotionally involved in. I mean, like I said, for me, it's been my personal experience that every time, whether I knew the person or not, because there have been instances I had got off the train and this nigga is beating his bitch ass up and down the block and everyone's just standing there watching. It's like, bro, help her. She's getting fucked up. Y'all obviously know because y'all standing here screaming her name, screaming his name. Y'all and y'all not helping. Right. I grabbed the dude up, got him in dope fiend. Here come the girlfriend beating on me. This nigga was just beating on you, and now you hitting on me. Well, go get your ass kicked. Or oh, you just throw them both brother. down and walk away? I let him go and went about my business. Like, at that point, what do I do? Now, now I fuck you up so I can continue kicking his ass? No, if this is what you want, this is what you like, do your thing. <laughs> One time I was in Gleason's, right? <laughs> and this Spanish nigga. Like, yo, I feel like, all right, you know that back section, like, by the dance floor, they had a little bar there? Niggas was like, all right. The second bro. bar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, niggas leaning on this shit. And I feel like the, the, the guy and the girl was standing next to me for a mad long. All of a sudden, they go outside. They come back. He's smacking her in her face like wow hard like and talking real calm like what the fuck did i tell you to fucking do uh, uh, uh. i'm like son do that in your house so <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here i was like no do that in your house not in the club what type of shit is that <laughs> but again like so every morning between like five and seven a.m the niggas next door, mm-hmm. like in the building next door, mm-hmm. should be scrapping. Nigga. So she's not pussy because you hear her talking her shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's important to note that this is almost every day. But he be busting her ass. Like fucking her up because you hear you'll hear the loud thud the and then morning? it'll go silent every day, nigga. So she just put on makeup and go to work after that? Nigga, I don't know what she... I don't even know what she looks like. If I heard her, like, 
Speak if outside. we were all outside and I heard her voice, yeah. I would know who she was. Oh, you were one getting your ass beat. <laughs> word. Nigga. So word. it goes from her talking her bullshit to screaming? No, but you'll, so you'll hear them arguing, yelling back. You don't really hear the guy. I guess he don't talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but like, you'll hear the scrapping, then you'll hear the loud thud, and you stop hearing her voice. Now, Slam I don't know. Her? I don't know if he punched her, if he pushed her to the floor, but you don't hear her no more. Then you'll hear the crying start up. And then you hear her crying, screaming some more. And it's like, nigga. This is a daily thing? Almost every day, my nigga. We used to think it was the niggas upstairs. That's what, that's what I remember. But they having. moved out. Uh, it's still go. It's new <laughs> niggas upstairs, and it's not them. No, because there's like six of them up there. It's next door. Uh, My girl called the police one morning because she's afraid that something's gonna happen to that lady. I mean, like you'd be on the fence, like damn, you don't want anything to happen to her because you might feel bad because. You could have said something. You might have been able to prevent it. But most of the time when that shit happens, the woman don't want to press charges. <laughs> Son. <laughs> Me and so this girl used to business, be fucking bro. arguing. Um, but these it, niggas be scrapping. Nah, I never, we wasn't scrapping. She'd be the one doing that shit, if anything. But, <laughs> so, the neighbors will fuck around and call the cops, all right? So <laughs> the cops would come to the door and I, I open the door like, what the fuck are you, what the fuck is y'all niggas in front of my door for? They're like, oh, someone said there was a domestic disturbance. See, see, this bitch would walk behind me, pull the door and be like, he ain't hitting nobody. He just in here screaming like a bitch and just fucking walk off the thing. <laughs> ah, flashbacks. But I'm telling you, bro. Like, I'm at a point where I'm going to just mind my business because, like I said, it's been my personal experience that every time I try to help, it don't work out for me, hmm. regardless what your race is. So if you see it, like, amongst, like, strangers, like, you clearly know it's just a guy fucking with people and whatever. You might violate. Nigga, I had a cousin who had a domestic dispute, and, nigga, everybody was ready to bust this nigga's head to the white meat. Everybody. So much so, her moms came up from South Carolina. Her moms came up because she wanted smoke too. And she had to change her heart. Okay, that's your business. Don't call me. Don't call niggas no more. Right? Because, nigga, everyone was ready to make a move. It's not like we had to search for this nigga. We know where he lived. Kick his mother's door right off the fucking hinges. And if they want smoke, we got some for you too. But y'all niggas are going to know that it's not okay for you to put hands on my family. But if you say it's okay afterwards, that's your business. Don't involve me. I love you. She ain't call again, right? She knows not to because we had a conversation. Oh, she still fuck with me. She moved the nigga in. That's cool. That's your business, champ. Hey, sometimes you only got to beat a joint up once. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just, that was an evil giggle, my man. 
<laughs> All I'm saying is don't involve me because niggas was about to hold it down. Nigga, I'm going to be upset if we bust a nigga's skull to the white meat <laughs> and, and you the one nursing this nigga back to hell. Mm. For all of that, I could have saved my time and energy right. and just let y'all deal with it however y'all see fit because now he's going to feel a way, not only towards me, but the family. He's going to feel a way towards you because we only know because you told us. So maybe maybe it was that everybody pulling up just made Nobody up. pulled up. I'm saying, like you said, her moms flew up. But nobody, nigga, nobody had an opportunity to pull up to where they were. She just came to New York. Hmm. Don't involve me. Because, like, your opportunity to talk is before you involved me. You called me because you wanted something to happen. Yeah. Don't call me so that I can stand there while you talk to the nigga. Your opportunity to talk was before I stepped on the scene. <laughs> right. Now, leave me alone. Don't involve me. Among strangers, are mm-hmm. you doing it? If you just see some, some nigga running up and down trying to fucking terrorize people. Um, so, I may try to separate it. If it's a woman. Black woman. Yeah. Non-white woman. Yeah. Just break them up. But I would also have the fear of being attacked by both of them. That would always be the back of my mind. Because that's <laughs> what happens, bro. No ma- Wait. I'm talking about you verifiably complete strangers. Just some rowdy nigga in the train car walking around fucking start with niggas. But you, but you never know. How they know you. Oh, you're talking about like not even a couple? Yeah, not a couple. Oh, no, of course. But how would you know that they're not a couple? Because the guy was walking around fucking with everybody and he just happened to stop at her and felt like he was going, that that was his target. If he looked like he's on some random selection type shit, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I asked this because I'm like an idiot. Like, I can't see none of that shit happening. And like I like I said, I used to. Yeah. But getting the same reaction <laughs> multiple times every time, I'm the idiot, right? <laughs> because I'm thinking that something different gonna happen. Oh, maybe it was just them. That's how they love. Somebody else, the same shit still happening? Alright, bro. Let let me take a step back and look to see. Is it me? You know what? I'm a mom. I'm motherfucking busy. And that's what I do. Fair enough. Um, Do we hold the demonic documentarians accountable? No, what? I said, do we hold the demonic documentarians accountable? What, like just the niggas who's filming and not doing anything? Mm-hmm. Accountable in what way? I don't know. I'm just asking. Do you think that in, or, in order to push in order to push the culture to where we need it to be, we need to start holding these people accountable? I, I don't know what you mean. Elaborate. I think it depends. Hmm. Like, like fourteen crip niggas were on on a hunt, 
recording some lady getting beat up in the street and they on that corner all the time. Okay, that's a different circumstance. Like I'm just I'm giving you an example. Yeah, but if it's just some random person recording some shit, I mean What can you do that? Yeah, that's why it's circumstantial, like you said. Okay. Like it really depends. So let's say there's a domestic dispute happening outside. You have a law abiding citizen. They called the police. And then they took out their phone. Well, their phone was obviously already out because they called the police. But then they started recording. So now there's documentation of what happened. Valid. I mean, we don't always know that that's what happens. But what do we really I think a lone recorder, if it's a woman, like whatever. A lone recorder is a lone recorder, right? When you got like 10 niggas standing around. With the bullshit, that's when it becomes like, all right. I feel like, so using the example that you initially gave, right? You in the street, you affiliated, whatever. This is your quote unquote, your block, right? Shit like that shouldn't happen on your block. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're doing this and you're, you're doing this to police your neighborhood. That shouldn't happen on your block. And that is your responsibility. You shouldn't have your phone out recording. You should be the one breaking the shit up, separating it. Take that somewhere else. Because what the fuck are you there for? Besides the fuckery you already do there. But that's all I'm saying. It's Precisely. Like, sure. Like you, you, you add to. Or, or you take away from your neighborhood with whatever activities you might be into. The least you can do is not bring this unnecessary attention to your neighborhood. Right. Offer some protection for the people there. Where, like, regardless of what your intention for doing it is, right? Because that goes back to conversation that we had a few episodes ago. In that instance, I don't believe that intent matters. I believe that the ultimate result should be the only focus in that instance. It doesn't matter if you're getting them out of here and breaking up the abuse because you don't want the police here shutting down your drug activity. It doesn't matter if that's why he broke it up. The important <coughs> shit yeah. is that he broke it up and he stopped someone from getting their ass beat. Yeah. And in that, um, he'll, he'll get more respect in his neighborhood and whatever. Whatever. <laughs> from In those people, gang. yeah, from the gang, from the, I mean, probably not because they probably something probably they wouldn't even care about. I mean, maybe nowadays I think there's a shift, but maybe, but from from the community as a whole, because yeah. if if you a street nigga and you always outside, everyone in the community knows who the fuck you are, right, right. Even even if you have a shit reputation, right. and it'll probably take one that, time for you to do some shit like that, the niggas know like, yeah, this nigga not playing. That. Like, yeah, we can't even go over there with that bullshit. What? Remember that little nigga? The Crip nigga? Chris? Where the fuck he at? I'm I'm snitching. Anyhow, um... (laughs) I I think he's talking about his brother. And I don't think he's... 
Oh no, yeah, he's not. He's not. Yeah. Who? Remember we talking about Ace Brother? Remember we? Finish. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was wondering because you you always in trouble. You mentioned that story like if you're a street nigga, you out all day. Everybody and their mama know you, nigga. Everybody' yes. parents knew that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone of us knew that nigga. Every time we see that nigga, it's like oh, something just happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit! But like, I feel what you're saying though. Valid. I'm just, I'm just gauging. I'm really asking y'all opinions because I can't deal with that shit like at all. Like I, I just can't see it. I feel like, and again, it depends on the circumstance, right? Because there was a time me and the homies were on the train. We come in, we're on the D train, riding back to the Bronx. This, I think I was like seventeen. Where you coming from? We was. In where were we? West Four. We might have been down there picking up um beads and shit so that we can make our own. But we're coming back on the train. Now this old white lady gets on the train. She got mad bags. Now there's this older West Indian guy. He's older than us. He's probably like in his thirties or something like that. And he's holding on to the rail, but standing like in the middle of the car. He's not like standing on the rail. There's a seat behind him that he's not trying to sit in. But the lady said, excuse me, three times. And he didn't say anything. He didn't move. He didn't acknowledge her. So she tried to squeeze by and hit him with some of her bags. And this nigga turned around and punched the old lady. What? Nigga. We wore his ass out <laughs> for like three train stops, my nigga. <laughs> Word. Because like punched? He punched her right in her back while she was sitting down. She started crying. Nigga, we wore his ass. Like, I made eye contact with the two other niggas I was with. Like, did y'all see that? They already got their flags out wrapping it around their hand. Oh, I'm I'm late. <laughs> and we wore his ass out for three train stops on the D train. Word. Because in my mind, that could have been my grandmother. Right? Like that's somebody's mom's. That's somebody's grandmother. That's crazy. Like in in an instance like that, like you saw it from beginning to end. Yeah. To know that. Ah, uh, he's just wild. But like, if I walked up and they was already scrapping, I don't know that I'd get involved in that. But like, to see that she said, excuse me. Right. To know it came from some innocent shit. Yeah. It's like, nah, he's wild. <laughs> but again, it depends. Like, that's why it depends. Yeah. Because like, you walk up on a couple. Like, oh, nah, you chilling, you wildin', boy. Yo, you doing too much. And now they, now they both on you. And for what? Cause you was trying to be a good nigga. You wildin', boy. <laughs> Put that in your house. Oh. Um, and even sometimes that will get you a reaction that you don't have time for. Now they both 
Now they both remember why they love each other. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, you don't talk to my bitch like that, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, I was talking to you. <laughs> you don't talk to my nigga like, whoa, I, my bad. Mind my fucking business. I'm telling you. I but, think the universe purposefully keeps these situations out of my view a lot of the time. I really can't deal with it. Um, I haven't seen it often, but I have seen shit. Should get real. It does. <laughs> no just niggas went back to that shit. Like, <laughs> she was just getting your head punched in. In Parkchester, I just got off the six train. <laughs> like, he is wearing her ass out. <laughs> and it's like, bro, chill. Like, I grabbed the nigga. And I expected him to swing because that's what I would do. Like, if someone grabbed me. Right. So, like, I took a step back. He missed. Now he's squaring up. She does herself off. Me and him tussling. Here she come. Like, I'm not going to beat you up. Like, I'm only doing this because I thought that you might not have wanted to get your ass kicked no more. (laughs) I'm out my business now, bro. I don't give a fuck what race you are. (laughs) Heard you. So, y'all niggas eating butt tonight? I don't do that anymore. Oh, yeah? No. You a whole lot. Not for the occasion. This law. What does that mean? I'm not (sighs) eating butt for the occasion. I'm eating butt. I'm eating butt because I want to eat some butt. He just said, happy spouse, happy house. Yes, she get, listen. 18 listen. years in, I pick I my, think you eat I, butt pretty regular to keep things, you know, right, copacetic. But you're, but you're talking about for the circumstance of Valentine's Day. Am I correct? In this particular circumstance? Ex- correct. Exactly. You celebrate Christmas for the sake of... Not uh, really, though. Happy house, happy spouse. Not re- I kind of do. I kind of do. Yes, I do. Christmas for the kids, though. But there's no reason to be celebrating Valentine's Day. And she's also Catholic. What that means? That there's a reason for her to celebrate Christmas. Not Valentine's Day? What does that have to do with Catholicism? Ain't Valentine one of the fucking saints in that shit? Mm, I don't think so. Hmm. No doubt. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I might eat some butt tonight. You do, though. I don't. You've <laughs> asked multiple bitches to be Valentine. I haven't asked multiple. And it was a joke. But you did it. Because you acknowledged Valentine's Day. Because I acknowledge it? Yeah. You acknowledged it. You're going to eat some butt. So, I mean, it kind of just... The person that I asked to be my Valentine, it was a joke. You couldn't make another joke? But she's trying to be your Valentine. Facts. A couple of people trying to be my Valentine's. But I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Did you tell them that? No. Yeah. Some of them. No. I just say, you know. You would say. I'm weighing my options. You're lying to bitches. What you doing? I don't be lying to bitches. I don't celebrate it. I take a bitch out to dinner or something. But you ask the bitch to be your Valentine. So that is... In, in itself, a lie. It can't be a joke. There's truth in jokes, not lies in jokes. Then nobody uses that. 
I didn't ask Floyd to be my Valentine. <laughs> Isn't it already assumed? You know what they say when you assume. <laughs> so what the fuck that mean? She brought her ass right here. Did you did you did you have packages prepared? No, actually. No. Like I, I had intentions on getting something. But Cash the way that I paid, valid. the way that I paid my bills sort of fucked up the money between pay periods. So I didn't even have it. Mm. So I, I, I cooked. Cook. Mm. Give me breakfast. <laughs> breakfast in bed. Breakfast in head. <laughs> <laughs> there are bitches in Clubhouse right now making rooms about niggas like you. Just so you know. <laughs> That's cool. That's keeping a my bunch, house happy. A bunch of single bitches? Yeah. Exactly. That's Isn't keeping it my always- house happy, you heard? Oh, they, 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 they make a rules about how, you know, non-monetary things are not valid for this event. Like Yakuji? But you see how that's right. crazy? And then on, on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, they're going to tell you that they pussy is what you get, they're giving you for Valentine's Day. But you say that's crazy. Two coochies. Now we done. Now we lit. <laughs> <laughs> but you see how that's crazy though, right? Right. <laughs> Every every holiday that's geared towards women is monetary. Mm-hmm. Think about everything. First off, <laughs> like, it's probably easier to think about, about Let's go. the number of holidays that are geared towards men, right? My, mind Day, you, right? we we have a um, <laughs> we have one of those Valentine's Day that's geared towards men. It's called like. Father's Day? Easy. Love Easy or Heart Easy or some shit like never that. Never heard that shit in my never life. Never heard of that. It's the third Saturday in October. Never Whoa. heard of that shit in my life. Speak I'm gonna I ain't even like seen that. a fucking I think meme. It's Speak Easy or some shit like that. In my 32 years. Not even a meme. Look, real fast. Milk is going to be tight at me. <laughs> so she puts up a status on Facebook. <laughs> you have to say her name. She wouldn't even matter. You say her name. She says, Valentine's Day is the day to express yourself to the person you love or have love for. Expressing your affection doesn't cost anything. It's literally the thought that counts. Typing a paragraph, buying flowers, making a card, etc. isn't breaking pockets. Y'all think everything has to be materialistic, and it doesn't. That was the status. So I said, like, typing a paragraph ain't going to cause a whole fucking attitude. Fuck out of (laughs) here. She just had to smile. Why they be gassing it? I... So I when the last I, time you typed a paragraph to a bitch on Valentine's Day, she said, "Oh, thank you. I love your thoughtfulness." Never have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say that Loida is that kind of person. Like, if I had a gotten She's a, tree a card, valid, and wrote some heartfelt shit, it would be just as good as going out and getting her Michael Kors back, right? But. Most days that are considered holidays that are based around consumerism are geared towards women. Yeah. Right? 
think about Father's Day, right? What goes on sale for Father's Day? Ties, socks, grills, power tools. (laughs) More shit for you to do work with. (laughs) Right? Everything goes on sale on Valentine's Day. Right? All kinds of lingerie, shoes, bags, glasses, all kinds of shit. Bed and bath items. Right? Every, every other holiday you can think of. Anyone. Mother's Day. Mother's Day, all kinds of nice clothes, jackets, bags, <laughs> all that shit go on sale. Father's Day, nigga gonna get socks every year. Every year. Most of the niggas that are showing their gifts on my feet got ties. <laughs> so I'm telling you. Now, now, Loida is also a generous gifter, right? I got uh, another Nike tech suit, right? With, um, all white Vapor Max flavors, right? So, like, she's, she's a generous gifter. She does make it easy to, she makes it easy for me to participate in these things that I don't generally participate in because it doesn't only have to be monetary. But at the same time, she would get fed up if every time a time to exchange gifts comes and she's getting some heartfelt card and now I got 50 Nike tech suits, <laughs> 15 pairs of Air Max, all kinds of expensive shit, and she just got a stack of cars to show for it, sure, she'd be frustrated. Right. But, like, I don't experience the shit that you're talking about, like, with the clubhouse shit. At least not now. Anymore. But she's, like, when when hey. I saw it, I was like, Sneaker box a little big in this trunk. <sighs> I'm gonna let her grab that bag though. I grabbed all her other bags because she came up from PF. I'm gonna grab all the other bags. I'll let her grab this bag. And sure enough, the sneakers were a Valentine gift. There's a big population of women that don't believe that men are supposed to get anything on Valentine's Day because it's a woman's holiday. And but, fuck y'all. But again, that only substantiates my claim. In that holidays in general are geared towards women. Hmm. Like I said, the only holiday that, that is for men that has like male father's day, right? Father's day. Yeah, but it's still like <laughs> grills, appliances. But again, like we're not getting something for us, but that's the point that I'm trying to prove, right? Like, even some shit for us to do. Yes. Even (laughs) with the day that's supposed to be geared towards men, if all other holidays are geared towards women and consumerism, you still get shit that makes you have to work. Yeah. Or, (laughs) or stuff where it's like, great. Another pair of socks. Like, how do you know women just don't believe we like grills and socks and sandals with the holes? You gonna get me a grill every year? <laughs> like me, I'm a sock type of nigga. I have two big drawers full of socks. You bet not get me no fucking socks. <laughs> and I got a bunch of ties too. 
I don't need your help with that. Like, don't, don't, I'm going to make sure I have a grill because I enjoy grilling. So even if the first Father's Day, that's what you do when we get a house. Cool. I can, I can respect that because we didn't have one. Right. What you going to give me next year? Because <laughs> this grill still works. New washer and dryer. For who? <laughs> to wash your clothes. <laughs> but how's that a gift for me? I'm just they gonna, I'm they gonna position saying, it that way. right. I I get what you're saying, but that's what they're gonna say. I so, got this washer and dryer, and it like so if the house if the house already clothes, has that in it, it'll come out not wrinkled. And hmm. what if what if the house already has that in it? Like you bought the house, it's a new one. They got a brand new washer and they dryer. Get you a new one. They're gonna <laughs> they get you the upgraded no Samsung drunk that they could set it from the crib from the phone. And there all. are not one but two <laughs> new gaming <laughs> systems out. Three. See, Three. but but for me, the Soldier Boy system, I like that, that Game Boy shit. Game Boy shit. Game Boy shit. Like some new Game Boy. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, I I, I sent it to you in in the chat. I can't I remember see, the name of the shit. Let me see. It's not a Switch. No, no. It's it's an actual Game Boy. Oh, it's like the old Game Boy. I think I have seen this. It looks little. It looks fire. This shit. I don't think it's by Nintendo though. Yo, there is a day for us. It's called Stake Your Blowjob Day. It's March 14th. Hmm. So. I don't know that. that why, but why does everything have to be categorized for men? You see what I'm saying? Stake and blowjobs. Yeah, no. That's, that's what came up when I looked at it. Listen, steak and blowjobs, nigga. What? what? Why does it got to be categorized? We just got finished talking about how Valentine's, I mean, how Father's Day, you know, do certain items. Why I got to eat a steak and get a blowjob? You should be giving me blowjobs every day. You my girl. I be having mercy. I'm not sticking it anywhere if it. Ain't getting sucked first. Disclaimer. I hear what you're saying. But my girl and I live together. And I be having mercy. Because. I just got out of a seven year relationship. That does that rule still applied. I'm just talking about me. No, I, I hear what you say. I said I be having mercy. Like. I know that it takes a lot. What? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Mark try to gas yourself <laughs> inadvertently. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is Marcus can attest. Like there was there was an incident that happened while we was on Xbox Live. Is this what leads to mercy? <laughs> yes, because imagine doing that every single fucking day. But it's not even gotta be to completion every day. Right. So what's the point of 
What are you talking yeah, about? Warm up, nigga. It's like yeah, sprints. It's four sprints play. before you start lifting weights. Nigga, Fuck. if the wind blows the wrong way, I'm ready to go. <laughs> right? And I'm, I'll be 33. Still ready to go. Wind blow. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, I don't need the jump start. Like, all you got to do is say you, say you ready. It's not about and the I'm jump ready. start. It's about like it's just foreplay, bro. Yeah. Or it can be used as foreplay. It doesn't have to always be used as the tool to get you there. <laughs> well, as the, the train to get you there. It can be used as a tool to get you there. I don't know, man. <laughs> you just, you just, sometimes with the, I'm a- with the violence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It ain't going nowhere. Her job. It depends on. <laughs> what word? I ain't want to get into no heavy shit, cause no. Do you want to annoy the fuck out of me today? <laughs> no, because in light of the holidays that people celebrate, I don't want to talk about no heavy shit today. Uh, you don't want to be the relationship. Guru today? <laughs> I'm not a relationship guru. Some of the, some of the, um, some of my followers on Clubhouse may suggest that I should be. Oh yeah, I'm giving up that good <laughs> advice, my dude. <laughs> Sometimes in the safe space rooms. All I hear you calling a bunch of bitches sugar babies. And <laughs> so I don't know how you giving up good advice. I do be calling a lot of them sugar babies. So. The sugar babies, the actual sugar babies have now like been like they can't sit with us type shit. Like they bugging out. They getting mm-hmm. people's accounts suspended. Um, so like Miss Kenya from 2004 is on there, right? She has a, <laughs> she has a what? You hear this nigga? This nigga's nasty. She has a, uh, a white, he's laughing. I'm <laughs> laughing at his face. She has a, uh, uh, she's married, she's a Miss Kenya or whatever. She has a, a Russian husband mm-hmm. and she got onto Clubhouse telling all the black girls that they need to date white men. Right? See, the, I'm not giving them a pass, but it's going to sound like I'm giving them a pass. Go ahead. A lot of Africans try to escape to Europe. Okay. Escape to Europe? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Explain. Yeah, elaborate on that. <laughs> there are like a bunch of Africans that try to make a call like a pillage or whatever the fucking case may be, whatever pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. From certain countries in Africa into Europe for a better life. Uh huh. So, I guess some of those people, maybe not from Kenya. I guess more Kenya would be well, somewhat more civilized than some of these other countries. But mm-hmm. when they try to get there, they're gonna get there, and they may not. And none of the other family members may get there. Uh huh. So that may be all they have when they get there. They might find some work here and there, meet some white guy. According to what she said on her story, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, her story is that um, 
she just had such terrible experiences with black men that one day she decided to date out and it was the best idea ever. And all, a lot of black women need to consider that because these black guys are horrific, horrendous. So, um, I'm just curious to know what makes like, I'm, I'm really curious to know about these horrendous experiences because words like this are thrown around, right? but what is the answer when you ask for an example? Right. Well, she, she says that we, we are more than likely to be broke and make excuses for ourselves most of the time. Maybe you're uh, picking brokies, bitch. Maybe. I mean, that's what I'll be saying. Um, we're more than likely to be or, broke. Or, we make excuses or, for everything. We don't know how to treat women. We expect a 50-50 arrangement. Um, I mean, if you want to be taken care of, say that, though. <laughs> right. Right? Because... Y'all fighting for equal rights and equality and y'all want y'all don't want to make 50 cents on a dollar because we make this. Okay. Well, if you're making all of this bread, why well, I'm spending all of mine. Don't you want to spend some of your shit too? But that that's exactly what I'll be saying. I was like, yo, at which point do we take some accountability for the fact that shit is only like this for real? Because y'all went jobs. and bought and subscribed to these institutions that they put out. Mm-hmm. Y'all jumped in the labor seven. force. Y'all told them y'all could have two of us niggas for the price of one. They don't want to talk about that though. That's bullshit, in their opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so she started this thing telling all the girls to date out. Um then the other members of the Sugar Baby Ministries joined up with her. But the common denominator for this these women is that they all had their turn to get their ass lit up in a hunger games room on clubhouse mm-hmm. right each one of them um so what happens is they created a bitter box and they all put themselves in it and now what they're doing is they have been for like the last 10 days like getting people's accounts suspended all, all while having rooms about swirling and dating out and sugar babying and white men are better than black men. And so clubhouse, I believe looks like it looks to me like it's a big ass social experiment for the people that like to mine our data. Right. Now they have our voices, but they have it set up to where you can violate you have all the brain in the world to violate someone like you could get them kicked off the app if you're running a room you can report uh, uh, not if you're running a room if you're in a room you can report somebody for trolling and they'll take their account away right um if you uh send an email up they'll take their account away and then they say that they want uh to do investigations and stuff with the recordings that they have of the but i think rooms. but i think that that's necessary if if you're going to suspend the account you need to have a basis for it right you need to do the investigation first i get i get suspending it and then doing the investigation like both of those things happen simultaneously but like to take the account and then do the investigation and then be like all right here you can have your your username and shit back but you still got to rebuild your whole following no, they, they, they'll give you the account back. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. Depending, supposedly now, right? They say 45 motherfuckers got to report you for them to like really pull your account. Uh-huh. Supposedly. 
but I don't believe it because it's as simple as you in the room with me, you say something that triggers me, I hold your name and report you. That's it. And write what you did. And within a couple of minutes, you're going to get blocked from that room and then your account's going to get suspended. And then they're shadow banning people. So I think like the, the amount of control that everybody has to do that type of stuff to everybody is like a big social experiment because you can't do that anywhere else. You could report someone for a post or something like that. They'll review the post and they might steal the post, but they're taking they're you away <laughs> off of this clubhouse shit. So, you know, they have banded together, um, like the, the bitter. The bitter, bitter Avengers, <laughs> and but that's like that's that's like what bitch niggas do, right? Like, okay, I can't. Let's say basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Back back in our youth, Marcus significantly better basketball player than I. Basketball wasn't my sport. I could play baseball. I could play football, but basketball. Like, I was playing myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I still played, but I never went in there expecting to win. I couldn't really shoot. You know, sometimes I had my moments where I had a nice little shot. I couldn't dribble for the life of me, right? But let's say I bought the ball, and I'm getting my ass bust <laughs> playing basketball. <laughs> Give me my fucking ball. I'm going <laughs> Right. That's essentially what these niggas are doing. Like, so what happened is they're doing all of this, but... It's only to try to, you know, gain, like, build their, build a platform off of that. Yeah, that. but that's like dirty macking, right? Yeah, because, exactly. like, you're going to throw dirt on me to try and uplift you. It's not working. <laughs> but it sort of does if they, if your account gets taken away. It's, it works. Right. That it, it's not working to build them up, though, right? Not yet, anyhow. But they have gotten, like, a lot of people, a lot of the people that I roll with, like, they got their accounts suspended right now. And it's to the point, like, the girls that roll with us and stuff like that, they're doing it to them. Um, they're making whole rooms, fucking spreading rumors about people. A couple of people are having to get lawyers involved because they're, like, slandering them and it's causing them backdraft on the business end of things. It's... Yo, clubhouse. But I feel like quickly turned into like high school cafeteria. But I mean, but, but that's at the same time, this is gonna happen in, in the high school anyway. cafeteria. Like, who you really gonna tell? Like, okay, you are gonna say, oh, well, trap said this about me. What okay. I'm saying is like the separation. So you got the the cool niggas here, the jocks here, but the, again, the, the emo niggas over there. The in UPO that interaction. Niggas. Everybody knew where they fell. Right. Right. Like, so it's nigga, a thing. I didn't have. I didn't have to tell you. Nah, this table ain't for you. Right. I even didn't have to even tell you if that. you tried to sit there, you just figured like you yeah, knew. You, you walked in the cafeteria. Set your ass where you had to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But that's the thing. So because of sensitivity and but again, how how the new world niggas work. But that's a you problem. They not cool with and that. And not a me problem. If you sensitive about some shit, that's you. Because, motherfucker, the world is rough. They don't give a <laughs> fuck about your feelings. And I think that it's funny. Yeah, yes, the world does, actually. I.e. cancel culture. 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we're talking about, right? So the new wave is to go, okay, boom. I got I'm, a problem with like, you. Hey, look at me. I'm I getting picked you. on. And then everybody will band behind you to help you beat the book. Right. Digitally. And that's what they're doing. Exactly what they're doing. Now, look, here's the thing. In all of these, and, and the basis, this just started from the Hunger Games, right? So I, I listen to the, to, to the niggas who are a part of that till they're blue in the face all week. Right now, they only run the Hunger Games once a week. It was like three times a week, but whatever. It is exhausting. But I watch these niggas till they're blue in the face, promote it, like plug it in different rooms, and then be like, listen, if you don't, if you are not sound, emotionally intelligent, and comfortable with yourself, and, you know, if you're, if you're sensitive, you don't want to be in there. Disclaimer, it is not a safe space. If you want to join, come through and join. We bug out. We have a good time, whatever. Till they're blue in the face. But time and time again, people come on there. They, they feel out the energy and then they get triggered and then they try to hold the room accountable for them being triggered. Mm-hmm. Mind you. But how can I tell you what to feel? Clubhouse says that you can. <laughs> but I can't tell you what to feel. What I said was not hate speech. What I said was not bullying. Essentially, you reported me because I disagreed with your viewpoint. Right. Which happens every day in the real world. So here's the thing. Which is true, but all the, you got to think about this too. All these um, social media platforms are based on a liberal standpoint. So anything opposite that liberal standpoint is easily is going to be considered hate speech technically. If so if you're at work, mm-hmm. I'm sure most of the time we don't agree with the way that our bosses do shit. But where it's like well that's counterintuitive. Like why are we doing it this way? Like I do this every day. Like I'm I'm boots on the floor. This don't make sense. Can can you cancel the boss? You can't cancel the boss because he's the hierarchy. He can cancel you. But the person again, with the liberal standpoint is the person in the hierarchy because the platform agrees with them. That still, to me, doesn't make sense because without us, regardless of where you stand as the platform, without us, your platform ain't shit. Which is very true. If if everyone today decides, fuck Clubhouse, Clubhouse will never get out of beta. Right. So, so you're gonna do this, but everyone wouldn't say fuck Clubhouse. It would be the people that feel like Clubhouse doesn't fit them, right? Or the and people that Clubhouse is violating on behalf of these other people, right? So, Clubhouse made the decision to be more liberal and less conservative. I guess that's what you would say, and you know, take the liberal side. So the liberals will stay there because it fits their need, right? Like, bruh, the fact of the matter is, all right, so 
these niggas say this till they blow in the face and people come in and still try to police them, but then they get mad. And then instead of just, bro, there's a leave quietly button at the bottom left. Whenever you're in a clubhouse room, you can leave you can do this or you can leave. With a bank. It just says leave quietly. Mm-hmm. You just later. Instead of using that and just keeping it moving, they create spinoff rooms. They report people and whatever. Here's the problem. We are not trying to get them reported. We don't care. Like, it's like, all right, cool. You don't agree with the, the content. That's fine. We don't have no malicious intent towards you and your experience on here, but whatever. So what's happening is they're suspending niggas, and then there's no reciprocation for those people. And so in the interim, while everybody's suspended, they're going around and trying to push their narratives and whatever. The irony is all of those people were once a part of our collective. But again, in the real world, right? Niggas disagree every day. Like, nigga, with this fucking show, this podcast, niggas disagree every fucking day. It's like, all right, we're going to agree to disagree and get over yourself. We disagree, but we also are friends, and we don't disagree that far from each other. We're not on polar opposites on our viewpoints. That nigga's just annoying. So now imagine this podcast with, like, a white racist motherfucker... Why do I gotta be the white racist motherfucker? I'm not <laughs> saying you. I'm just I know saying what you're saying, seat, nigga. <laughs> not you, the seat. And you, and then me sitting here would be like, I don't know, someone else who's on the opposite end of the two of you. A black racist motherfucker. <laughs> no, but probably like yeah, he get to be the black racist some motherfucker. S- some super liberal. Everyone deserves their rights and one of those kind of people. You you would be at you niggas would probably be in here fight. <laughs> that I think it depends. But, but and I, what I'm trying to say is like some of these people are feeling straight up and down attacked. Yeah. Yeah, but that's regular shit. Like, all these motherfuckers who are supporting Trump, mm-hmm. right? They felt attacked every time someone said something about Trump. Right. And they went and made themselves social media. Yeah, but Power nigga, are you canceling the motherfuckers that's against Trump? No. There was motherfuckers on the same side of the aisle that was, granted, albeit in the end, were against Trump. Got in cancel them. Like they still, And that's exactly they what they're doing. So while they while they have niggas canceled, like suspended, they're going and actually making hateful speech rooms. Like we're not doing none of that. Right. We make a topic, people go back and forth. We don't call nobody out of their names. You just can't say patriarchy and you can't say misogyny and that's it. Why? <laughs> Because niggas don't, niggas, black men are not a part of the patriarchy, so nobody right. wants to hear that. Right. <laughs> and um, 
nobody's in there fucking hating women. So okay. that those are those are things that triggered women use to, you know, right. whatever. Put a label on you. Yeah, and and fucking slander. You. So there was this girl, right? She was literally having I think she's like sick in the head or something. Like she was having like breakdowns four days at a time. Right? Bringing in like white women to slander black men or her stages, getting niggas suspended. Blocking people, spreading all of these nasty rumors. She done went and told people that certain people said they were going to kill her and the whole nine yards. Like she's bugging out. But Clubhouse is looking at all of these recordings, right? In the rooms. Nobody's reporting her. And so she's still rocking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas people who are, um, not necessarily not doing the hate stuff are cut off the app. And then, um, you know, so the guy that runs the hunger, my boy B that runs the hunger games, his, his account has been gone for like a week. It was gone last month because of the same thing. But now because the second time it looked like they're not trying to give him his shit back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And because, and when they go and they listen to the recordings, he sets up the rooms this way on purpose. So most of the rooms are organized and, you know, you get on stage and you got to wait and you talk when it's your turn to talk and whatever. They, his rooms are free for all. And so there is no order on purpose, but if a clubhouse, uh, investigator is fucking listening to that, uh -huh. they might be like, Oh, well, this isn't necessarily the most organized, you know, this isn't necessarily the most, what, what am I, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, um, structured, structured thing. And it is chaotic and whatever. And this guy has already come up, uh, and been suspended before. So we may not give him his count back. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. When nigga, the men, it, it's normally the women. That are coming in with like big energy, fuck y'all niggas, <laughs> little dick energy, having ass, blah 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 blah, and then the niggas will fire her up, and she gets triggered and goes and reports niggas that they lost their account. I've been able to avoid it thus far because I, most of the time, like especially even in Hunger Games, like I can't be yelling over a bunch of. I'm not yelling over right. niggas. Like I just be in there listening, but um. So far, I've been able to avoid it, but it's like people are taking L's and nigga, we, the, the people in our group are influencers on the app because of the, we've been there from it being in beta and all of these niggas have way bigger followings than me. I'm not there claiming to build no brand or anything like that. I'm just doing what I do. Right. There's people there with 20, 30,000 people following them that are getting hit by this shit. Like. That actually are in that whole relationship sphere or mental health sphere or whatever the hell it is. Mm -hmm. So it's just ill. But I, I just happen to think it's a social experiment and we'll find out eventually because they just give people too much power, too much control to cut the voice from somebody. You know what I'm saying? I think that that is something that should be changed. Um, it shouldn't be, oh, well, let's ban your account, then I investigate. Maybe suspend the account while the investigation is going on. 
until you can find something to substantiate the claims that have been made. Mm-hmm. But like to just cancel people, right? Especially because, if I mean I I get that. Especially if like a, they're being um accused of hate speech, you don't want somebody just running around continuously. Yes, spewing, spewing the hate speech. Right, while you f- try to figure it out. But, but that should be very easy easy to figure out. But at the same time... But it... De- it de- you know, it depends. It's a case-by-case kind of thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, everybody has a different personality, right? So, but that's just... So, essentially, all Clubhouse is is a way for people who might not normally have an opportunity to be around each other to be around each other. Right. It's it's fucking it's club Facebook with house. a voice. Right. It's more than the club actually. Like it's it's Facebook with your voice. Right. Essentially. Right. Social media where you can actually hear the people without having to be on FaceTime or I mean, Zoom but it's call the same it's shit. the same shit on Twitter. Like People getting offended, canceling people, getting people banned. I feel like Clubhouse is the vocal extension of Twitter. It is. And the same movements, the same hate stuff, the same feminist shit and And, um, the words and hypergamy and Kevin Samuel, all of it. (laughs) But again, and it also, like I was trying to say, it, it puts all these people, like you were saying, in a room that wouldn't normally be. Now you're talking to right. You wouldn't even talk to the right. niggas in real life. A, a girl from the Bronx is talking to some dude from Texas who have completely different kind of cultures and upbringings, and right. they're trying to explain different values as a whole. Right, and right. they're trying to explain each other's viewpoints on life, and they're not getting anywhere because they're just trying to argue their points. Because right. no one goes in there with Open objectivity mind. to right. try and figure out or even. Willingness to learn. You just like fuck that nigga. I wouldn't talk life. to him in real life. Exactly, and it's like, oh, I didn't like what he said. Right. I'm going to report him. For what? Because and, and what mo- I said and, wasn't and even. Most of the time, they're on different roads going to the same place. Yes. So if yeah. you just have a civil conversation for long enough, you'll see that an objective conversation. Right. And. And listen with the intent to learn and as opposed argue. with the intent to respond. Right. It's like, bro, you're going to report. Like, it's not like I said, oh, fuck these white people and their way of life. I didn't say that. This particular thing right here, I don't agree with. This is why I don't agree with it. Now, what I said wasn't a lie. It might not be your truth, but it's mine. And I have facts to back up what I said. Uh-huh. So you're going to report me because of my truths, my opinions, my viewpoints. Nothing that I said was hateful. Whether you agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. Why Why report? Leave the room. That's <laughs> it. Right. Go in a room with a bunch of people that view things as you view it and have conversations with those people. It's this social media. Social media has created like the age of sensitivity, son. Because it ushered it in. Bro. Nigga growing up, niggas was talking about each other's mothers. Niggas had <laughs> jokes crazy. playing a dozen. It was like, all right, bro, you're going too far. Right? And then you scare you really back in. Or you fight and be friends. Right? Whatever. <laughs> right. Like whatever happened, it was like that was the end of it. It wasn't this whole campaign of no, nobody fuck with this nigga right here. Like, you wore it. Now, 
Niggas is paper thin, son. Yeah. Now, with this shit, you got... The, also, you have the cappers in the same way that you do on social, on regular social media, right? Mm-hmm. They just vocal now. So they can lie and act and the whole nine yards. That girl that was like breaking down and bugging out, she's crying at the top. You know, a woman crying makes the world sad. And I you got, that. you done pulled 300 niggas in the room to cry about a <laughs> Hunger Games room. <laughs> oh, the damage you're causing. <laughs> <laughs> but but even with that, right? The same the same platform that you felt triggered also provides. Does anybody you record these Hunger Games episodes and put them on YouTube? Somebody been should have, but no, you're not really allowed to record them. Like yeah, every, yo, if every, if I go if listen, I go and listen to me, I don't have an iPhone. And you see the show. I know everything that's going on in the clubhouse. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you like that. Put me on these pages. I don't be seeing. Have you seen me in there yet? No, no, no. Because I haven't looked up that type of shit. I've oh. been looking up like you know the the popular. I don't be looking up shit you be talking about, nigga. I don't. We don't always. We not always doing relationship shit. It's mostly like conversation. There was like, one room I thought you would be in, but you wasn't in that I was listening to. Well, was I, it? it was some relationship shit. I was like, Travis is definitely in. Oh my god. <laughs> That's how you be giving it up, man. Listen. Uh, no, I, it might, it may, I'm not. I, I gained a lot there, of perspective from there. There was a, a room that I looked at and I was like, this, uh, Travis has to be in. I, uh, I can't, it's not like I could scroll, but as they were like scrolling up and down. If I, I ain't like, on the stage, I ain't valid. <laughs> But that's I think, and I, it may have been Hunger Games room on YouTube. It may have been. I, I would be highly like surprised that. if you don't see a Hunger Games room on YouTube, bro. There's been so much like spinoff content made from that. So much like controversy caused from it, and it's literally the the main problem that everybody got is that you can't. Every other room, like I said, is structure. You got to wait your turn. You got to boom, 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 go in order. Most other rooms. Most, Most of the rooms that I so like I'm in other podcast rooms yeah to see what makes i was in that room for like four hours the one you just pinged me another day yeah so i had loaded called me and i had to leave the room because i was on the phone yeah i was wondering but but like so like that's what i use clubhouse for right yeah just to see what the successful people are doing with their podcast and how how they they were able to take it to the next level Mm -hmm. so like on there, you have a platform. You have the moderators, and then they bring other people up who have podcasts, whether they're successful, popular podcasts or not. Right. But they've already structured it out. Okay, this person's going to go first. This person's going to go second. This one third. Yeah, they have a queue. And these are the questions that are going to be asked, and each of you have an opportunity to answer said question. So, so with that, like there's very there's a lot of structure. People are not talking over one another, and there's no arguing. And I think it's because of the content of the room. Mm-hmm. Like the Hunger Games rooms is everyone has the opportunity to Get express themselves. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's also meant to be that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and and to your point, like that's that's what it's designed for, right? Mm-hmm. But if there's a disclaimer there, that's like if I say this stove is hot and you go and touch the hot fucking stove, you deserve everything that happened to you. Right. Right? Like. The fact of the matter is, 
women more so than men love that type of shit. So you're fucking lying when you go get triggered and want to do all this extra shit and act like it's this, this, and that. When you gravitate to it as a norm, not just on Clubhouse, but in your regular fucking life. Only we're not, we're not chopping niggas. You know what I'm saying? It, I'm telling you, there's no bitch calling. There's not, no calling people out their name. You could, you can attack a person's ideology all you want. There's no personal attacks really allowed. But, but again, for some people, that's enough. That feels like it's a personal attack. Yeah. But I still don't feel like that's enough reason to report somebody because I'm in other rooms that talk about how to leverage, um, how to leverage Clubhouse in your business, right? Uh, this, this, I can't remember her last name. Her first name is Isis. And she basically lays out what she did to get 30,000 plus followers in eight weeks on Clubhouse. Hmm. Right? So, like, I just listen in, like, huh, how much of this am I willing to do? Not how much can I do, because I'm sure I can do it all. Right. But how much of this am I willing to do? To, to toward your efforts exactly so like you you have the opportunity to to be a part of whatever you want to be a part of and if you don't want to be a part of it leave it's really that's like you're gonna go and report and fuck my shit up because you're butthurt see but like with the shit that travis <laughs> not the but the shit that he's more involved in, there's a literal, a literal tug of war going on to control the narrative. But right. how can you control the narrative in a room that you don't moderate? Is what I like. That, exactly. That's what it boils down. The, the to. narrative isn't only in that room because it spills out into that room into the real world. So there's women on this side trying to say like, women deserve all. Everything men have, and uh, if black men aren't giving it to you, go get a white woman. And then there are black men on this side, like, yo, fuck that. You bitches choosing bad partners, and you're blaming it on black men. It's, that's not the case everywhere, and whatever the case may be. So you have these women going into these rooms trying to convince these niggas that they're the problem when these niggas aren't the problem. But two things can be true. Right. 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 Because both of those things have some truth to them. Does it make it the law, the gospel? It doesn't, right? And But why can't you express that point and back it up with your facts? And then across the aisle, I can rebut what you said with my facts. Then we take those facts that we've done and put them together and you have the whole story. And even if you still don't agree at the end of that, Leave the room. Right. Like, you well, don't I have to fuck up my following. Those people even think that they're fighting a bigger fight than just in Clubhouse. So, they, you know, it's just people aren't going to do that. People want their way. They want to argue. And Most of the world still has an Android phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. It's definitely true. Right. You you can go to fucking Metro PCS and get an Android phone right, for free. Right. Right. So. 
while a lot of apps and platforms are geared towards Apple, the truth of the matter is most of the world is not on Clubhouse. So to feel like you're fighting a fight that's bigger than just this room, how about you take it to a bigger platform? If if that's truly how you feel. Because like like this podcast, I'm sure we have views that people don't agree with. Like, like Oh boy. <laughs> what does that mean? You got some bad feedback? You can know about? Yeah, my <laughs> my mom. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, no, I don't know about that. I think it's so much on that. But but I'm just saying, in general, just the title alone, right, is enough to make people not want to hear us out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we have pretty intelligent conversation on here. Sure, are some of our views extreme sometimes? Yes, sure, but. That's our truth, though. Right? So you have the option to not listen to the show. Right? Like, even if we start having guests on. Guest, you have the right to leave this motherfucker. (laughs) Right. But don't think that you're going to come and shut this shit down. Right. You can get the fuck out. It's really that simple. Because some Yo. people have taken time and effort to build their brand, to build their presence, to build their following, to leverage it into things outside of this one little platform right. here. And now you fucking up my bread. Just leave. It's it's so real. If if you're in a room with me and I block you, it'll kick you out the room and now you can't get back into that room. Oh, so once you block it, it's like order protection? Yeah, <laughs> you can't even the the room. So is if it I, if is not, it the room or is it as long as you're in the room? As long as I'm in the room, it'll remove it from your so, hallway. So if you in so the that room, means that yeah. listen, if you blocked me a week ago and you in the room, I won't even be able to see. You that won't room. even see that room. That's crazy. But imagine with it, how many up. people are on the app, how mm-hmm. crazy this shit could get. Yeah, and imagine like celebrities who just will block everybody who has something who bad to say about them. They some of the most sensitive motherfuckers out right. there. Yo, y'all think I'm bad? Nigga 21 Savage is on Clubhouse 23 out of 24 hours on a bad day. <laughs> Yo, 24 hours. And he be active too, like this nigga don't sleep. <laughs> that nigga is the real Clubhouse poppy. It's either him or game. But he just be a game? Game is I have not even seen always that. on there. I always see twenty one on there moderating some shit though. Twenty twenty one makes his own rooms and shit. He just I mean he don't be the main moderator, but he'd like be in there. No, no, not moderating as a position on Clubhouse, but actually just like just controlling the pace of the conversation and telling niggas oh, like, like what hey. he did with Meek and Academics. Yeah, but he's doing that with like everybody. Yeah. That nigga is always on Clubhouse. I began alert saying twenty one on that yeah, nigga, you, y'all know who Jay Prince is, right? Yeah, the the, the Houston, Houston Grim nigga. Reaper. Yeah. So his son is Jay Prince Jr. and that nigga Twenty One was in there going at it. Niggas was like, "Yo, this nigga Twenty One really don't give a fuck." <laughs> Where, it's just because most niggas wouldn't talk to him like that. Mm-hmm. And even though Twenty One wasn't being like crazy disrespectful, he was just like, "Nah, nigga, you gonna listen to my point." And most niggas don't talk to that yeah. nigga like that. 
And that nigga Most was. niggas don't talk to Jay Prince. No, no niggas like don't that even, either. No niggas don't even talk to Jay Prince. <laughs> let alone talk to him like that. It's like shit. shit it's just weird. crazy. I'm like, curious to know. <laughs> like, leave, bro. Like I said, some type of experiment. That's why the app. That's why I think the app is taking so long to go from beta. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Why it should still really be in beta. They just got to figure out the actual structure that they're gonna use in such a in in such a place. Well, such I think that what, as what long is the right beta? They still maintain all the control. Yeah, like yeah. all of it. Right. And what is the right balance of moder- moderation? You know, right. like do we just ban everybody that? Somebody has something right to because right. left and right. That's as as soon as you got mm-hmm. exactly because Eventually. all of these niggas that are building, like yo, a lot of the girls that roll with us, mm-hmm. they do all day, fucking feminine rooms, femininity rooms. How to how to rest in your femininity and you know attract the the man you actually want instead of the fifty fifty niggas. But they fuck with us, so they be in the rooms with us. They offer their perspectives and they be rocking with a lot of the points that we make. Right. So them they and them girls have twenty, thirty thousand followers. And they be cutting their accounts and lying on them. It's, it's always the bitter, ugly joke. Who, who has like the most followers on Clubhouse? Is it like niggas in the millions already and shit like uh-uh. that? I haven't seen no one over like thirty, forty thousand. Twenty one in them? Joe Budden. Twenty oh twenty one got Eight. close. Twenty one should have over a hundred by now. A hundred thousand. I, I don't think I've seen anybody in a million. I'm gonna check 21 right now. I mean, like I think the most active niggas are 21. Oh million. shit, 21 has 1.2 million. Nigga, it, it's the it scaled exponentially from October to now. Like the way they nigga. Um, last time I seen 20, yeah, like 70 thousand. Fuck. Yeah, the way the invite shit works is is. Oh, like like the 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 tree, yeah. How it goes down. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it tells you who invited you and shit. Yeah, you could you could trace your they 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 some girl figured out. I mean, anybody could have figured it out, but you could trace your uh, clubhouse ancestry back to one of the developers. Yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, there's definitely like four degrees of separation. This clubhouse. Who's her? The the chick Isis Uh-oh. who hosts rooms. They, and and the rooms are generally about um like leveraging platforms clubhouse to sell your service or product. I'm trying to figure out how to use that to promote this right my boy um art right he he's the one that does the safe space he does dear future wife safe space to ask black men questions Mm -hmm. he's releasing shout out to him uh he's releasing a book uh that he wrote thursday Mm -hmm. and you know just from the safe space rooms like it's really a dope ass room like what he does is he has like black men of all different walks of life, right? Some are pastors, some are bougie Negroes, some are entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs, regular niggas, and black women just come through 
the room always has a thousand plus people in it. And he did one for 24 hours last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just ask questions, <laughs> whatever they want. Most of a lot of his relationship related, a lot of it is just male perspective. And so he's releasing a book that should go stupid just off of that, <laughs> just off of that room. Um, he also like, he has like a love, he sends out love letters. Like he has like a, like a text list. And if you text a number, he'll send you like inspirational black love letters, like three times a week. And the three times a week that he sends the love letters, the safe space room is running on those days and shit like that. It's pretty dope. He's got like, I think like 20,000 people follow him just from that one room. That's the only room that he runs. He'd be in other people's rooms. Right, but. right. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's ways. I just, um, just stop being bitch ass niggas and reporting people. <laughs> for if your is hurt, leave the fucking room, nigga. For real. You like, got the power to start your own fucking room. Yeah, you can start your own room. If room. That's what you want to do. Yeah, but make don't your, report them. Make your own club. You want to do the black man hatred club? You could do that. They give you the freedom to do that. So leave niggas the fuck alone so they I mean, can do whatever they do. to show that cancel culture is still alive and well in 2021. It definitely is. It. It's not going anywhere because neither is social media. The only reason this is here is because of social media. Because everybody everywhere is able to see everything that they want to see. Right. Well. Pump Next week, what we rocking? I'm about to go eat some butt. <laughs> That's fine. I'm about to go to Target with some baby formula. And then eat some butt. <laughs> eat hella ass. <laughs> this nigga already home. He about, to, <laughs> he about to do the sprint into the room. He was telling us last week, nigga, yo, we got to shoot this yeah. early, nigga. I got some eating butt to catch up on, nigga. I got to eat some butt from last week into this week, yeah. <laughs> She's leaving tomorrow morning, too. <laughs> so it's an all-nighter for you. Where, like, she's she's on the road at 6 a.m., so they going to be... Where? Well, gonna get your diaper changed today, son. <laughs> Valentine's Day, man. Make it about you, man. Happy Valentine's Day <laughs> to Trav. You get your diaper changed tonight? Um, nah, I changed it already. <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's Day to um all the real niggas in the world. Um. And to you demonic documentarians, <laughs> fuck y'all. <yeah. laughs>